happening party people welcome to talking during movies the podcast we take key moments and quotes from a film to drive a two-hour conversation with a summer ending labor day back to school all the fun things that are happening in the world we're going back-to-back mashups last week overwhelming response thank you so much for the love of uh just kidding some key moments from some of my favorite interviews i wanted to do it again you guys wanted to hear it again I've got some people that uh, they're like, hey, can you just, can we get out the, you know, just the funny things. That's all we want. Just a clips of the funny things. Maybe some interesting comments. So we did it. Uh, This week, a lot of fun, a mashup. My favorite interview for sure. Mr. Tim Kennedy. Man, that was a great, it was one of my first. Done at the Secret Studio. Excuse me. Burps. Absolutely amazing. So much fun. Um, we, uh, We had a really good time. Also, uh, Ian Stonebrook, Mr. Ian, what is happening, man? Mr. Nice Kicks, he was he was awesome. We had so much fun chatting with him. We did a little conspiracy theory. What's up, Sam Tripoli? And then, of course, uh, wrapping it up with Maggie Pace from Circle Brew and Brendan Lewin. So, Brendan Lewin. So, we had all fun. We did Happy Gilmore with them, Spies Like Us. Uh, with uh, Tim and uh, White Men Can't Jump with Ian because, hey, man, we can't. It's all good. Don't worry about it. As always, special thanks to our home away from home, the best place to get a beer, the magical hallway bar, the dive bar on West 6th, the only place you want to be where everybody knows your name, and the DJ puts the jams and the jam and the jammy jam jam, Dirty Bills. 511 West Rio Grande, gotta love Dirty Bills, Leslie, Alan, the whole staff there, they are amazing. Uh, check them out when you're in Austin. If you're not in Austin, you're in the Netherlands and you're listening, you're like, hey man, what's with this Dirty Bills? Can I get a hat? Can I get a t-shirt? Uh, can I get a fanny pack perhaps? Yes, as a matter of fact, you can. At DirtyBillsAustin.com. Check it out, buy it up, Leslie will mail it to you or Carrier Pigeon or she might even hand deliver it. If you pay enough, she will get on a plane and fly there and hand it to you. Maybe you're like, I don't want Leslie to. I want that handsome Alan to do it. He'll do it too. Don't you worry about it. So check them out. You guys, have a good time. Enjoy this mashup. I did something a little bit different this time. Some people said, hey, I could kind of tell when you change direction, but it was just burp, 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 so quick. So I added in uh, a little high five in between each one of the uh, as we change the conversation, as, uh, as I change the clip. So hopefully you enjoy that doesn't um, get too much on you. And there you go, folks. Thanks for everything. Love you. Appreciate you. Can't do it without you. Check out Dirty Bills, as I said. Enjoy this. And um, yeah, that's about it. Peace. And we're live. Uh, Tim, dude, thank you for this. My pleasure. You know, funny thing, uh, and I'll, well, I'll clue everyone up on the movie here real quick. Let's see. We're at, we're at what are we at? We're at 18, 19, 20. 21, 22. You guys will get an intro with all that fun stuff. But for watching this movie, it feels like we should be counting in, in reverse, you know, like 10, 9, eight. <laughs> The countdown to the beginning. Yeah. I tried that on the first one, and then people freaked out. They're like, yeah, but I can't exactly start when you start. I know, and then so I'm hard. And then I'm but nervous. Ultimately, but ultimately, there's going to be a, a nuclear weapon, and the, the, the timing couldn't be better oh. talking about nuclear weapons. But, um...
Now, have you ever been in and you, for you can you for throughout this, I'm going to probably ask some dumb questions like Jason. I can't talk about that. Have you been in places where uh, where you've seen these satellite photos shoot down really close images? And you're like, that could be my backyard if they want. Yeah. To so anytime we were going to go do, I was going to go kick in a door and try and kill a terrorist. We would get a GRG, which is like a, a a grid reference guide. Okay. And it is the creepiest, most accurate to the foot picture of where we're going to go work and it's broken down into this grid so if i'm like oh there's a squirter running out of the back of the building and he's in grid mm, c14 drop a bomb and it's just that easy wow yeah because because green braids are stupid so they, <laughs> so they give us these tools to make us um, more efficient even though we're dumb as far back to Patton using inflatable tanks um, during the invasion, oh, Patton. Are you, you serious? That's serious. Yeah, if you Google right now, inflatable tanks, you'll you'll see a bunch of. Different... There's going to be one band out of Europe. Yeah, that's, gonna... that's a badass name, though. That's a great. If you're a band, if you're a band, and you now are not getting and and just owning inflatable tanks, shame on you. Oh, there's Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan yeah. and Chevy Chase. Uh, How coked out do you think he is right now? Oh, he's super. Are you kidding me? Look at the way he's chewing the gum. Yeah, he's like. I mean, that is, he was the king of, of opiates and, and coke back in the day when he was funny. Yeah. The sad thing is he got off them and his body hurt and then he just became angry. I mean, it's not, I don't think, that's purgatory to me where you've, you've experienced the highs and lows of everything a chemical could give to you mm -hmm. and then you're no longer experiencing those highs or lows. All you're doing is experiencing the pain in between yep. and then you are perpetually stuck there to the day yeah. that you die. Um, and I have goosebumps. I mean, that's just, I can't imagine. Yeah, li listening to the song Rooster play, you know, like my walkout song that represents yeah. the military community that I've been part of for 15 years and looking at the octagon, the lights, that's my sole opponent standing across from me, like pretty intense. And then hearing not your name said as the new champion, pretty low. Yeah. All in a matter of 25 minutes, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and the pain that goes along with it. So then after those fights, Never, not even a Tylenol, not an ibuprofen, not an aspirin. In the back, getting stitches to close, you know, this wound right here from Robbie Lawler, or this one from Jacare Souza, who's fighting this coming weekend. Um, and the doc walks in with his sutures, and I say, just sew that bitch up. He's like, oh, go, let me just give you a local real fast. I'm like, you stick a, you stick a needle in me. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you where that needle's going next. Just sew it. You know, like, uh, not that I need to be connected to the pain. But I want to know the contrast. Mm -hmm. um, if if I know what good feels like, you know, yep. kissing my wife or the, the the skin on my tiny little toddler's butt, like yeah. you know, like how wonderful all that is, and the smells of home cooked food and a fireplace, also pooping inside of an MRE bag when I'm a sniper hide. You know those <laughs> contrasts. So pain has always been a huge motivator for me. Step of the way. Really? Yeah. Now, what made you choose? Let's. I mean, so never like the proper cheat. Like this is a yeah, proper cheat. Where proper. he has like the the, the <laughs> things inside of his eye patch. He's um, pulling stuff out of his mouth. It's on his shoe. Yeah. So I'm in Sear School. Mm -hmm. And what is it, Sear School for the uneducated? For it's the survival, evasion, resistance, and escape. It's like six weeks of hell and torture. Um, right now, a lot of people are talking about what torture is and yeah. how waterboarding is torture. It's not. 
Um, the things that they do to us in training is worse than what we do when we waterboard. Can, can you give an example of that? Um, hitting somebody until they're a bloody pulp on the floor with a phone book or a hose? Huh. As that, training. Does that constitute? No, I'm 100% okay. because you're really um, not drowning with waterboarding. It's the idea of, right? Yeah, yeah there's no drowning. It's just water on your face. Yeah, it's it's a bad like, tinder, it's a bad Tinder day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, when do I get out of here? Yeah, I can take this mineral water and pour it on your face. And that, I mean, that's essentially waterboarding. You're just at a, at a slight, you know, 15 degree inversion. Um, with 15 count threat, right? You got to have, there's a certain count threat according to Denzel Washington. Yeah, it helps. It helps. Because <laughs> um, you don't want it too thin because it'll mm. just run off. And you yep. don't want it too thick because then they won't be able to breathe. You want the right amount so that it just kind of drips into their face gently. Interesting. Um, so instead, you're, does that frustrate you? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but does that frustrate you when you literally got your ass kicked? I mean... Oh, that's I was just scratching the surface of... You asked for a example. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so okay, I'm assuming can... it goes worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm wondering, like, you're literally, I mean, you're, you are getting torn apart internally and externally, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, right? Mm-hmm. Mentally torn apart, yep. physically torn yep. apart. And then someone's getting water poured on their face. Nearly sexually, almost. Ne- almost almost sexually. Yeah, you actually, um, during, they, you think that one of your guys is being raped. And, oh, I mean, you yeah. really do. Like, I can't go, go into detail. Yeah, no, that's fine. You don't need, yeah. But, um, I mean, you really think that one of your teammates is getting raped. Uh, it's pretty amazing. But uh, stripping you naked for, you know, a week, you're freezing to death. Your tiny little penis. Because <laughs> yeah, your body's like, that doesn't need blood no. right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of all the things that need blood, your brain and penis do not. Yeah. Um, crawling into the people's pond, which is covered in ice, and then mm-hmm. having them hit you with a phone book and being like, okay, squat down. Like no, but there's ice there. Like yeah, and until your balls break that that ice. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. You know, like <laughs> the balls are crawling up inside me. Um, that's torture. Yeah, you know, and and um, that's like five minutes into the week long torture camp that you're in. We have lots of different patterns. Um, that... I see the blue sometimes. Yeah, super tacky. Nope. <laughs> nope. Where does I don't know where. What tree are you flying? Are you a flying squirrel? Yeah. Or they like you just blend in with the sky and the tree? Where does that camouflage work? I that... don't know. I mean, your grandma's by a lake. Your grandma's ninety couch. Yeah, that might be the only option. <laughs> and he's wearing a black beret, so that's black berets are for pogues. A pogue is a non-combat arms person. Uh, we also call them dirty legs. So mosquitoes worse in Africa or Alaska? Because those mosquitoes in Alaska are pterodactyls. Yeah. Um, They're monsters. There's also not malaria in Alaska. That's true. It's... Dengue fever. <laughs> yellow fever. <laughs> there's, like, there's like nine fevers that Alaska doesn't have yeah. because I, it's generally below zero. I just yesterday went to the doctor and, yeah. and they pull up. So, I, you know, Burkina Faso, Mali, Niger. Those are like the places I was mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Oh, jeez. So I tell a doctor, and she's like, okay, so we're going to run some tests. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. Um, Mm -hmm. This is just, like, post-trip stuff. And um, by some tests, she meant 12 different vials to test for every imaginable virus or bacteria or parasite that that exists on the planet, they tested for. Because it's probably there. Yeah. No, because it is where I was, and they're just hoping that it's not in me. These cold steel, gray blue eyes from the Russians. 
but then you would have the olive Middle East Middle Eastern complexion of the skin, and they were one. The women were the most beautiful, breathtaking, generous people I've ever met in my life, and the men were just these hardened, leathered. Every all, all of them looked like Clint Eastwoods. Oh wow! You know, and there was a dead Taliban rotting corpse hanging from the entrance to the village. Like, don't you, don't come here. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And we I had just been in pretty much a gunfight for two weeks. And rolling into this village, you know, I've been truly actually had poop coming out of my butthole in the middle of these gunfights because we were altitude sickness. I slept under the vehicle one time and I breathed in the diesel. And then I got up and got into more gunfight, more adrenaline, no food, like dysentery. All, oh. And there's just no chance to ever do anything. Yeah. And your body just finally just... And rolling, and then and then we come over this ridge, and we drive down to this village, and I see a dead body hanging, rotting. You know, I was like, of course, you know, this this this, this is fitting. Yeah, I'm gonna it's die. Tuesday. I'm gonna die here. You know, my body is just gonna finally give out. And then I find out it's a Taliban um, person, and there and that was their way of saying, you know, freedom from this point on. Now is that and that's a bold move culturally speaking because generally. You're, no matter who you are, if you ask for help in that culture, you're supposed to give it. Mm-hmm. Which I think, you know, Americans aren't understanding the culture. Like, why would they let someone they don't like, why would they hide them? And it's like, no, I mean, culture they're supposed to. So to put that up is such a, I mean, that's a that's that's a bold, aggressive statement to where, screw culture, you're that bad. You're that bad that I'm going to give up 5,000 years of culture and say no. You're not welcome. Yeah. And everyone that comes through here understands what we're giving up and what we're sacrificing and what we're standing for. Mm-hmm. And then they, they cooked for us. They um, housed us. How good do those meals taste? After when you are, I mean, which after two weeks in Austin, I'm sure that meal doesn't taste good. But after a battle. It's the sweetest tasting thing you've ever tasted. Yeah. You know. Airborne Rangers. Airborne Rangers. Now, what made Which are you, the latter. Which are the latter. Yeah, uh, the dumb shit and the bird shit. The dumb shit and the bird yeah, shit? Yeah, they fall into <laughs> dumb shit. What made you choose uh, Army over anything else, that you, or over the other armed forces? So Army Special Forces is unlike any fighting force on the planet. Okay. They, um, they are masters in a, in a craft that you can't really put a finger on. You know, they were guerrilla warfare masters. Mm-hmm. Like, what what is that? You know, unconventional warfare. Um, that 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 is taking a really small group of people, sticking them to a place where nobody wants them to train a bunch of people that don't want to fight to fight, to then overthrow a government, and then have democracy. And that's what we do. Think about wow. that. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, there's nobody else in the, in the world that's ever done it besides us. Um, that has, there have been p- plenty that have tried it, mm-hmm. but we're the only ones that, that, uh, that do it. And with that comes a different type of person. It's a, it's a person that values human life, that likes different cultures, that loves to fight war. And okay. That's a weird thing. Yeah. In the same person. Yeah, absolutely. Seems like a lot of contradictions yeah. if you will or living with those contradictions yeah 
It seems like you guys need better PR. It seems like the SEALs have a good PR team. Our motto is <laughs> the quiet professionals. Okay, well, then you don't need PR. Yeah. yeah. That the, the Navy SEALs is more body wax, smaller <laughs> swimsuits, and better tan work. From here to Atlanta. Atlanta to Paris. Paris to Miami. That's what would happen. Sounds nice. It does. Not that bad. You know, maybe 30 hours of travel. If I, in the military, were going to fly to Niger, I would fly from here to Fort Hood. Fort Hood to D.C. D.C. to New York. New York to Ireland. Ireland to Paris. Paris to Ethiopia. Ethiopia to Niger. Who's your travel agent? Yeah, and that's about 70 hours. That's, yeah. That was a real flight plan I just gave you. And so when I go to like try and find these bad guys, those are the routes I would have to take. So the travel alone makes it way better for ISIS to come to my house yeah. than me to have to go and find <clears throat> ISIS. Absolutely. Yeah, so just a slow clap to those guys <laughs> trying to come and kill me. But I, the FBI wasn't thrilled about my response. But, um, you know, that's pretty cool. Anyway, yeah. so Usada shows up at my house. ISIS is trying to kill me, and some random dude driving down the road in a car in a community that he shouldn't be in, and he gets out, and he pulls up into my kind of long driveway, and he's following me in, so I punch it, get get in my driveway, hop out of my car, pull out my gun, you know, Yeah. and he just sticks his little hands out his window, and uh, it kind of smelled like cabbage, and he's like, I'm from USADA, and for you, <laughs> for you that don't know, it's the, the U.S. anti-doping administration and i've just given a urine sample to the car yeah. none of these guys can shoot none no one can well, let's see how this grenade works this is one of my favorite parts because one the underhand throw chevy what's this is this uh, throw it back uh, throw it back yeah get rid of that get rid of it hey guys you dropped something uh grenades much harder to throw than i think so people give them hard. credit for yeah they're heavy um they're really 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 heavy Seems like you could dislocate. There's no fire. No fire. There's no fire in the grenades. Is it just? Is it more like a landmine where it's projecting shrapnel then? Yeah. So you you have the accelerant on mm -hmm. the inside of the shrapnel, is is just the casing around the explosive. Oh wow. Okay. And there's no there's no like little bits of. So if you look at the grenade, you see like the the little lines down the side on the yeah. inside. They're even worse. So it's it's designed so when it explodes. The overpressure from the explosive on the inside sends that shrapnel traveling in every direction about 3,000 feet per second. Jeez. And, um, yeah, it's pr pretty brutal. I, I can't throw anything. <laughs> I can't throw a football. <laughs> if you give me a basketball, it would be embarrassing. Um, but uh, I can throw a grenade. Tim, I, I, you know, you were the – when I thought of this and I, was, I wanted to do this podcast – and I was trying to learn everything. Uh, two people stuck out in my head. One, uh, Bert Kreischer, because he said, if you, if you want to do a podcast, you should do it. Just do it. Just start it. Don't think about it. Do it. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fuck up. It's part of life. But if you've made mistakes before, do it. Do it. And then two was yourself. And you were the first person I emailed. You were the first person I asked. And once again, I had friends going, dude, don't. Like, what do you, like ask the local mayor. You have no website. You have no email address. You have no recordings. You have no business emailing this man and trying to take two hours of his time to do something. I'm like, 
but that's who I want. Like I really like I, he doesn't have to do it today, but that's who I want. And the, the kindness of one who's saying yes, in, in spite of all of that, and then coming and doing this, I, I really I can't thank you enough. My I really pleasure, can't. absolutely my pleasure. Got to see Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, two super hot Russian chicks. You know, was, not terrible. A, no, not terrible. It's a good day. There's uh there's something we're doing with uh with Katarina and uh, and I'll I'll tell you off mic in case um you, you want to do it, but uh once again everyone. You know, uh, if you're driving down the road when you listen to this or you're at home and or uh, you're in the office, uh, you know, take a moment and uh, just give a little applause because, uh, you know, we I'm not doing it. There's not you have a team of 11. Right. There's not everyone's doing it for a reason, because not everyone has the mental fortitude to do it. And they, they don't. So I, I applaud you for everything you've done and that you're a spokesperson in every way for what you do. My Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Bam! Jason Dick, we are live. Hey, what's up, man? You know, you know, I'm in my fancy clothes. Yeah, but it's just because there was some business that had to be done earlier. I was, That's all. I was literally pulling my sweatpants up as Jason pointed <laughs> out that he's all in a you know in in a business costume today. The business costume is accurate to today. We got a we got a guest today. Ian, how are you, man? I'm fantastic. How are y'all? Good, good. So, um. Ian, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, you know, give us, give us the, the, the 30,000 foot overview so that people know about your expertise before I jump into what movie we're going to do. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, my name is Ian Stonebrook. I work as the editor for NiceKicks.com uh, or really now like NiceKicks IG. That's kind of how things are going, but 3 million followers there, uh, much more than me uh, personally. But yeah, basically specialize in footwear, uh, fashion, basketball. I mean, Thus, you're sitting movie. between two fashion icons. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm consider also, yourself I'm also, lucky. I'm also on the dress down wave. Uh... <laughs> Wait, this, this same lifetime? This, this, <laughs> this, this is not, you haven't been reincarnated as a different person, no, now, right? Same, this, this is you? Same lifetime. Here's our girl, Rosie oh. Perez. Um. You know, so we, we had this conversation on the court. Jay, I want to bring you into this. Uh, Rosie Perez and Fran Drescher. Two attractive women. <laughs> okay. Fran uh, Drescher, I, I, know, like, I know where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fran Drescher, like 61 or however, 51 or she's like, yeah. She still looks fantastic. She's, yeah, okay. Rosie Perez in this movie, very good looking lady. Very good looking lady. Um, and it brings me to like why I would never live in Boston as a single man. I don't. The voice. Does, now, does the voice get you? You're a single man. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, if some girl comes up, she's super hot, she walks up to you, and then she goes, I heard you on the radios. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing, Jason Dix. I've never had that exact accent uh, proposition me in such a fashion. I can't think of a, I've ever dated somebody with a voice who I would consider a deal breaker, but I've run into some bad laughs. Some, some bad laughs? Some bad laughs that I'm just like, ugh. I'm just gonna stop making jokes around you if that's cool. Like that's, so we're, we're <laughs> I'm gonna, naturally funny. This is not gonna work. Yeah, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a comedy free existence if that's uh, all right. Uh, but yeah, she is. So does Rosie Perez talk like that all the time, or is she playing that up for this movie? I'm trying to think of Rosie Perez in other roles. I mean, I've heard her uh, in interviews, and she uh, she has that voice. Yeah, she really does. I mean, like Fran Drescher has that voice. 
I was we, I was in this bar in Dirty Bills eight years ago. Super Bowl Sunday was coming up. Tabbed out had just launched. Remember that? Oh yeah, 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 I remember that. Uh, yeah, I, that. I got invited to uh, their uh, party at Kung Fu, which used to be right across the street from yeah. Dirty Bills. And I'm in here, and Leslie's in here, and we are watching the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> and I'm at the right at the beginning when you open up the door. I'm right there at the end of the bar with somebody else, and Leslie's bartending. And about 10 sorority girls or 15 sorority girls walk in. And this one girl's leading the way. And she is the Rosie Perez of the group. Really? Listen, I just can't believe this. And oh, my God. And she's like, and anyways, Tom, he just, I mean, I love him. He's amazing. But he just doesn't make me come. (laughs) And I've had some shots and drinks with Leslie. And down at the end of the bar, saying a little too loudly, I said, well, with a voice like that, who would want to hear you come? And the girls just left. Yeah. And now I feel bad. Aww. Well, now I feel bad because, like, Leslie, I mean, like, you know, they're, they're going to order some lemon drops or whatever they're going to order. And I right. said, Leslie, I mean, what do I owe you? I'm so sorry. Those girls left. They didn't even pay for a drink. She goes, Are you kidding me? I didn't want to hear that bitch here. I didn't hear one more word out of that bitch's mouth. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I got a free beer out of it. Well, I've always been a Spurs fan, but like I grew up in the Michael Jordan era, so I, you know, I would so Clyde Drexler. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love I love watching Clyde the Glide. Uh, but uh, so yeah, I remember when this movie came out, and I was like, Mom, I have to, I have to go see this movie. But I'm ten; it's rated R, and there's some Rosie Perez side boob in this movie later that I remember. Rosie so, Perez nipple. I, in this I remember. Movie. I, I, yes. I see it. Is her nipple in the movie? Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember seeing it with my mom and her covering. my... My eyes, my ten-year-old eyes, when Rosie Perez would get too naked, and but at no point did she ever counsel me or anything on how Rosie Perez was just sneaking shots of vodka at four o'clock in the afternoon. Was Rosie like, Perez, oh, a silent drunk. Yeah, and maybe that's how I grew up to be. You know, you guys watched me take two shots of Crown before we started this podcast, so that's it'll, it'll happen. That's how it um, works. Like I can't even think of. Is there a big basketball player who came from Austin, Texas? I can't even think of one. And Kevin Durant. Well, Kevin Durant is from <laughs> he's from DC or Maryland, no, or whatever there. But he came, yeah, yeah he, he came to Texas. Like, really but in Jackson. terms of, is he from this area? I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, uh, yeah, somebody. I, I don't know that we have any sort of basketball factories going on here. Like, we got golf factories, right? We like football. We like football. And they golf. like football here in the good state of Texas. Football and golf. Chris Mim grew up here. Uh, I, uh, I, yes, he must have been uh, because yeah, he went to Westlake, uh, and yeah, I bet I, you know Westlake. I bet there's a, they produce some pretty good basketball players from time to time, uh, and certainly Chris Mim went to UT and then played for the Lakers for a couple of years. So your team, Chris Mim, love love the Lake Show, love me some Chris Mim. He is um, you're a Lakers fan, Jason. I'm a Lakers. Fan. Let's get a full on into it about the LeBron Lakers. What do you think, man? Yeah, it's kind of like the equivalent of playing like competitive touch football. Like, there's going to be a lot of gray area, and people are going to a lot of gray. Whoever I'll tell you what, no one's win. no one's doing a ha shuffle shoulders and just sprinting by you. <laughs> yeah, considering money on the line, these guys don't look very best in the defense. Yeah, now our, our, our your friend, my acquaintance, basketball player, and Jason Dick should know him just on oh. principle. PR for the Spurs. Oh yes, Jordan. Yes, Jordan. You you played some uh, some hoop games, some some charity games with Jordan, right? I have, yeah. Seems like from what I've seen from the pictures, more competitive than this game. Yeah, for sure. Jordan turns it on during that stuff. Like he's still like 
he's still Jordan. He's a laid back, nice guy. But I mean, he played. I think he was state champion in high school. Played college oh. ball. Yeah, he's. He's a. He's a talented kid. Yes, yes. But more importantly, Jason did mm. PR for the sports. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, tell him to keep Kawhi. I would love that. Can we? Can we give give him signed up on that Supermax? We already thing? got rid of Rondo, right? What? You got rid of Rondo. We never had Rondo Spurs. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. What's his name? Parker. 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 Oh, yeah. The French kid. That's that's a little hurtful, but it's <laughs> the confusion of the thing and also when he's leaving. But got Bellinelli back. You hype about that? I like that. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, this is – man, we're doing a lot of uh, legit basketball talk this pod. That's fine. Uh, that's good. It's a, it, it, it <laughs> if the, the, if the Spurs lose Kawhi Leonard, I, and this is blasphemous in, amongst some Spurs fans – I might be in favor of tanking. I might be in favor of because the Warriors are so good. You, LeBron, you assume is making some kind of super team out there. So, like, what are we fighting and clawing to be the seven? You know, the five, six, seven seed for the next five years. I might be in favor of racking up a couple of lottery picks, uh, which would mean trade basically trading away everybody who's worth a shit, mm-hmm. um, and then you know. Winning, I mean, winning thirty games for a couple years, which is ugly. I agree. But who's gonna who's gonna take Manager Nobly's hairline? <laughs> uh, Kanye West Adidas shoe. Oh, Kanye okay. West Adidas shoe. Do you want to comment on what Kanye West is going through? There's cons- conspiracy theories <clears throat> that he basically sold his soul to whomever, and they traded that soul in, and his ri- his fame is his riches based on. An article based on some lyrics that he said in a song that he allowed his mother to pass so that he could be as famous and rich as he is. Like, I did this all as my mama passed, or something like that. And there's this whole thing where the reason that his shoes are famous, the reason that he makes money is, is because of this conspiracy theory that he has sold himself essentially to the devil or to the, the overlords of whatever runs this country. I mean, he's not recently, but I guess to just like explain that or dead that, like he had a he had a line. It was actually ended up it was supposed to be on the Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy album. Went on uh, Snoop Dogg's album. But it was like I sold my soul to the devil. That's a crappy deal. All came with is a few toys, like a Happy Meal. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's like eight years ago. Um, but I mean, he used to say. Uh, like you know like he's obviously like somebody especially around his career like very vocal Christian that he'd like say a prayer like that he wouldn't feel any pain and he felt like when he lost his mom that was like the most painful thing he could ever go through you know um, I, don't, I don't think he sold his soul I mean I think uh, I think he, he's been very vocal about like he realizes if he would have never moved his mom to LA mm-hmm. she would have never felt the pressure to fit in and get plastic surgery okay um the intelligence well, I mean, on this, I like. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. No, I was like, this is all new Sam, for me. Sam yeah. Tripoli, calm down. Yeah, I mean, I do think that uh, from just like a sanity or health point of view, like I think everybody goes through it now with the constant distraction or engagement of the internet and attention. Like I don't know, I do. Everybody does, but I think he probably has it at the highest height just based on who he is and the life he lives. Yeah. Um, and too, I mean, he's an artist. You know, most artists are, you know, bipolar to a degree. You know, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't mean anything ill by that. No, but, no, that, I think, yeah. that, but I think that create um, that that leads to creativity, for but sure. it also leads to depression. It also yeah, the it leads the to the, the the roller coaster. So in this roller coaster, in the fashion, you're in the shoe game. Yeah. What do you think about his shoes? 
I mean, um, not that he listens, not that he cares, but seriously, what do you think about his shoes? I don't know. People from Adidas say he reads the site. I don't know if they're just trying to to, to make <laughs> us feel good or not. Um, but I, I, he's supposed to be like one of the most, one of the hardest workers, which to me isn't surprising. You know what I mean? Not to say that he, like a lot of his work is having a lot of people do work for him. Yeah. Whether it's design, music production, lyric writing, things of that nature. Um, his shoes are good, but these shoes. Do you uh, like them? I like them. I mean, you're um, wearing it, but that's yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I like them. Um, so I got these. It's funny. The news broke. I was in Nordstrom Rack with my mom and sister in Austin hmm. on Saturday. I think it was Nordstrom Rack, by one of those type of stores. And I had to like get the news live, like from my phone. Like I wrote the whole post, did like the Photoshop work from my phone, and they're still available because usually these like sell out in like seconds. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna get a pair. And like money was tight at the time, so I even had to like transfer from my savings account just to make sure like my mortgage went through and stuff like that. Three hundred dollar yeah. shoe. These are not a three hundred dollar shoe. If I'd have picked them up in person, I yeah. would not have spent that money. These you paid three hundred dollars like, for these here? And tax and shipping, yes. Yeah. Um so they're, 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 I'm gonna get a does shot. Nice That's kicks give you a budget for shoes? I <laughs> know, <laughs> but I mean Come I mean, on, nice they, kicks. They, I mean they they doing that uh, obviously that they, they, they take good care of me and compensate me well. Um, but okay. I get I get a ton of shoes for free from work. Like I buy one pair of shoes on average a year now. So um, Ian, here's the fun thing. I mean, you know, the last since, since I started this, you've heard me talk about this at basketball. We've had some fun. You know, we uh, we we play hoops at least once a week together. We we have a good time. Now you get to experience this craziness that is the talking during movies podcast. What are your thoughts? It's fun. Yeah, I had a, I had a blast. Like, good, honestly, man. not just the Guinness talking, but yeah, <laughs> maybe a little bit, but yeah, it was fun. Good, man. Well, listen, you're fun. Uh, I love your insight and your knowledge, especially um, just on the fashion, the hoops, the, the whole thing. You're, you're, you're well-versed. For, for anyone that wants to pigeonhole someone that is like, writes for a publication or edits a publication or does something and doesn't think, the, the great thing is that we can, we, we can pigeonhole Ian into a... Uh, being a Spartans fan and, and having you know horrible football sense, <laughs> and that's fine, and that's okay. And the fact that he loves Yeezys and, and believes that Michael was, was, was poisoned by one bad piece of sausage, and that's okay, it's not a problem. But he's well-versed, he's a young man that's well-versed, and I believe single, ladies, handsome devil. Oh, thank you. Handsome devil, and you will find him out on East 6th Street looking for someone just turned 21, Okay. Okay. 22 also 22 22 21 22 and then that's his cutoff that's his cutoff no no I'm kidding Ian thanks for being here man I know you're busy I know you're doing a hey, lot of pleasure, stuff man, man. It's brother I appreciate you thank you very much Jason Dick I mean you talk on the microphone so much and Sir. you still always make time to come and do this nonsense I'm just here for the drinks I mean no it's always <laughs> it's always a pleasure to uh, to hang pronounce my name wrong again <laughs> to that here we are, folks. Um, hey, before we get into the happy-go-lucky fun of Happy Gilmore and talking during movies and all that, uh, a quick message to, to everyone out there. You guys, please feel free to chime in, and then I'll introduce you and all that jazz. But, um, you know, there's been a couple of uh, famous people that have taken their own lives recently, and uh, unfortunately, there's over 120 people a day that, that do the same thing. And if you're feeling that way or if there's something going on, man, talk to someone. Go in your room and cry. Take an extra long shower. And then get up and talk to someone, uh, get inspired by somebody else, shift your, shift your view. I mean, I wake up 
and I see a tweet from Joey Diaz that says, hey, it's a good day to sling dick, cocksuckers. Get out there and make it happen. And I could be having a bad day or a great day, but I'm like, that's an interesting way to look at things. <laughs> but it shifts my paradigm. And, and I mean, listen, my family, myself, we, have, we struggle with depression and suicide and everything else. And I know a lot of families do. And this isn't, uh, this is for the people out there that do. And for more importantly, for the people out there that don't, that don't even know what this is like, be a resource. Be like, hey, I don't know the struggle, but I'll tell you what, I'll try to make you laugh. Buy a cup of coffee. This is the first uh, PSA I've ever been in that used the word dick slingers. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> even, even our PSAs will make you laugh, okay? Listen. No, I, I like your approach, and I am uh, in that latter group. I've been trying more and more to acknowledge and I guess appreciate the fact that I don't, like I can't even really imagine that, like what, it's, what it feels like to feel like that that's the only answer, that there's no way out. And so yeah, I've been just trying to be more grateful that my brain was put in sideways or front ways or whichever way that I, I've never really, I've never considered that. And yeah, Jason is right. Uh, you have those feelings, there, you know, there are people out there talking. Yeah, strangers, friends, whatever it is, don't be embarrassed. You know, that's probably the other thing. If, if you've had those feelings, you haven't acted on them and, and you've figured out how to cope and go through them, man, share with people, tell them about that. And the reason I say that is because people need that encouragement. Don't be embarrassed by the fact that, you know, you, you, you've had a rough bout or, or you felt bad about something. Embrace it. Share that, not to get accolades from friends, but to inspire other people to not, not take a dark path. Boom. Bro style, man. Bro style, man. Bro style. I know I forgot to Don't worry, once he has four beers in him, he'll be fine. Guys. So That's right. Technology. It's technology. It's plugging everything in. The, the good news is, is that it still recorded us in stereo from the surface. As I said like earlier, the mics can go down, the surface stays up, we're good. Microsoft, go ahead, sponsor us. It's fine. That's your last plug, Gigs. Um, thanks for, it's still virus free though, I think. I'm a, I'm a six, six to nine beers. There's my sweet spot. Now when you, when you golf, do you, uh, do you open up with the driver first hole? Just <laughs> swing mean, big? Yeah, it depends on which course and what hole we're on. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the driver off most non-par three tee boxes, even if that's not the smart thing to do. Yeah, I'm a... Just because I'm not drunk yet, so I will do the the five iron. Oh, wow. Just on the first nine holes or the first seven holes, I'm like, eh, I haven't had enough beers yet to bring up the driver. <laughs> we'll wait on that. We'll wait on it until the back nine. And then balls are just zinging everywhere, and yeah. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Uh, does top golf count? No. <laughs> okay, well then no. That's a yeah, sort of. Um, I did go golfing once with some guy friends, and I just kind of rode along and drank. I swang the club a few times, um, and we pulled up to the clubhouse on the last nine holes, or the, I guess the first. I thought we were done. So I got out of the cart, and I was like, great, guys, let's do this again. I got a good tan. This was fun. And they were like, oh, no, we still have Nine more to come. Got five more hours. Shit, I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, I have, Damn. I've advocated for a, a while now that golf should be 14 holes. 18 holes is too many. Oh, that is not good. Not good. I don't, we talked right through the uh, till the night closes in part. Now I'm sad. Yeah, when he when he when he's and over again. Do you uh have you done the 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 breakup where you you've called her back again and again like please come I hate you you're a horrible person but I, I there's parts of me that love you yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, it's Friday. It's, it's Friday. I'm drinking. Don't ruin this for me. Don't don't make this serious again. Kick him to the curb. Fucking die. And then I've also been on the other end where my friend is sending those kind of texts. I'm like, no, 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 no. Please don't. Please don't. I like how you gave alligator arms with that. Like, you want to see her do it? Like, no, no, don't. Please, oh, I don't. Can't. Stop. Please don't. Oh. Let me read it one more time. Far. You spelled fuck wrong. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's with a PH. Duh. You spelled fuck boy wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I don't know, where's that job? I want that job. There's a job out there where I can live in your estate and drive your Ferrari around, preferably on on Hawaii. Well, maybe not Hawaii, no, it's kind of... Don't you basically live in fantasy camp already? <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. I don't have a real job either, so... <laughs> I'm slaving away four hours a day over a hot microphone and you're complaining about it. I have to taste beer at work, it's really hard, yeah. I mean... I get drunk. <laughs> What's up, pretty girl? Uh, I got hops and green. But for real, I'm interested to know because it's crazy the amount of yeah. like not just in Austin, like you said, you were you guys were the first one ever, and yeah. now there's eight of them in your in your neighborhood, but it's mm -hmm. everywhere like that. Yeah, right? and I was just recently I was in Denver about two months ago, and we went brewery hopping, and some of the breweries that we went to don't even can. It's just tap room. And so it's it's crazy to think that that could also be on the market, but they just decided to be pepper. So right. I mean, kind of like Pine House Pizza, right? Yeah, exactly. And like we just we've got pizza and beer, and we got these ginormous cans. If you want to take you them, you can home. take a crowler to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is weird. I've, I've done that three pack of cans. Just, first of all, stop because <laughs> I drank. I, I don't sit. I don't sit down. I'm gonna have one and really enjoy it. Yeah. I'm gonna have all three and really, really enjoy yeah. them. I'm like, honey, I'm just having three beers. She's like, thank God you're not drinking a 12 pack. I'm like, well, sort of kind of. Sort of kind of, potato, potato. <laughs> yeah. You're missing out. Yeah. Like, what is, that's a can of beer? I was like, yeah, I told you I'm only having three. Mm -hmm. Watching my figure. I'm still on my pizza and beer diet. Doing oh, well. Yeah, what's yeah. hanging in there? Dude, hanging in there. I had pizza this morning for breakfast. Ooh. Cold or warm? Made it from scratch. Oh. So cold or warm? <laughs> Fresh out of the oven. Fresh out of the oven at nine thirty this morning. So I'm on this thing where I'm wow. only I'm only eating pizza. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, uh, not good. Not good advice for anyone. We just saw my Happy Gilmore. My biggest beef, like I cannot suspend this much disbelief. And this is in a movie where one man has a wooden hand and the hockey player can hit a golf ball five hundred yards. He gets in the batting cage and it says ninety miles per hour. Dead. There's no batting cage anywhere that will throw you a 90 mile an hour pitch. The place would be out of business because somebody would have gotten hit and died. Yeah. And he took one off the face. He's just like, oh, yeah. And as you guys know, somebody who just took a ball off the face <laughs> days ago, that, that doesn't work like that. You can't, you can't do that. So whenever I see that sign that says 90 miles an hour, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Grabbed my hand and I like with her pinky and thumb. Yeah, and I'm just shaking her hand and I'm trying to maintain eye contact because I don't want to look down. I'm like, I don't know what's happening down there, but it's saying it's ain't normal. This <laughs> is. Uh, and uh, well, you want to try that real quick? Let's just so, so you try again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that works. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It works. It was fine. And I'm, look, I'm not saying that she's got to walk around with a sign that says, "Hey, sorry about my strange hand." Uh, but I just, she just was really ready to grab my hand and not, and, and didn't stick playing. I think I'm permanently just fist bump people. 
I just I think that would be worse than the handshake. Yeah. How do you do that? I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe you do the That's, other hand. Maybe you, you pull out Howie Mandel and you're like, oh, I just don't touch people. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Or, <laughs> or she's just that call. Call me in for the hug? That's fine, too. Like, there you go. You just see those that. two fingers scratching your back? <laughs> Getting it on. Um, <laughs> sorry, folks. We love you all. Except for that one person. Um, I said the Garbo and Key. Jars of Clay? The years later, Jars of Clay. Oh, and okay. Sixpence None the Richer, produced by Steve Taylor. Was Is awesome. that Christian rock? Yeah. Sixpence None the Richer. So kiss me. Mm-hmm. That one? Yep. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. And if you guys didn't know, you can't sue us. That wasn't actually us playing it from the radio. That was Jason Dixon. <laughs> Voice of Angel. I didn't know that that was Christian rock. All right. Jesus is sneaking into your ears all the time. Yeah. DC Talk? Oh yeah, DC talk for sure. If you had to create the news your boys. own uh, Christian rock band, what would the name be? Oh, well, these days, <laughs> strictly missionary. Strictly missionary. <laughs> wow. I'm I'm sorry. Wow. wow. Oh my gosh. Strictly missionary. The is the way to go. Because it's also, but it's, it's a different mentality, right? Well, <laughs> like, like he's like, Angel is the way to go, is the man. It is the road less traveled. So, oh, man, wah, wah, wah. Maggie's the one lady you're going, I don't know if I agree with you, Jason. I'm just saying, from the, the Christian ladies, but mind you, there's a different mentality, right? There's this mentality of and preach to them of, you know, Please your man, treat your man, do this. And mm-hmm. the guy's like, well, I really want this. Like, well, I, well, Jesus is my number one man, so I can't give that to you. However, my butt can. <laughs> so and God doesn't care about my butt. So we're good. But that's where, you know, that's 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 their rationale uh, on both sides as you, as you hear about it. It's, I mean, it's a faulty logic, sure. Done, but hey, it is what it is. You know, those kids are... I guess no one's getting pregnant. So I saw Book of Mormon recently, and that was hysterical. If you guys have Mormon? not seen it, yeah. no, highly recommend it. Highly what, recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh? What's the premise? I don't even know the premise. I'm not, so uh, totally satire um, okay. on Mormonism, and uh, these two young men who are 18 have just, I, don't, I guess, graduated or whatever they they call it, um, and they go to a country in Africa to spread the Mormon word, and there is a lot more shit going on that we need to deal with in third world countries than spreading religion. Allegedly. Uh, yeah. Um, like allegedly. Um, like AIDS, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, hunger. Or lack of water. Hunger. Of water. Yeah. Um, or like these terrible gangs that are coming in and killing people and raping the women and all, you know, all that stuff. Uh, and it's completely a satire and it is hysterical. So. It's from the minds that brought you South Park yes. and uh, yep. Team yes. America and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, wait, I'd be able to that. Yep. Yeah. Really, really funny. Nice. Very quick humor, too. Like, at first, you're like, I'm going to drop some beers off and chat with you about a charity event. Next thing you know, I'm like, you want a hot mic? Yeah, I want a hot mic. What are you going to do? I got five minutes of good stand-up, and I got 20 minutes of one-liners. What do you got? I got a two-hour movie. Let's make it happen. Perfect. I don't know. I guess it really just depends on the personality. I'd want somebody, yeah, I'd want somebody that 
got some guy with like two percent body fat just in a speedo next to you. Right, right, right. no, not that, just, not that. Just, just, <laughs> here comes. I, I actually just want to hype man. <laughs> when I walk into bars, it's like <laughs> and welcome. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think that like a like a Jeeves type of like you know butler like kind of character. Right. Yeah, Rich would be great yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. How come that's yes. not racist? That you can pick someone on their accent. That seems. Uh, Seems all racist. No, it's not. But do you, the British, Brandon, do you, do, you have, do you have a secretary or a, someone that kind of managed your life? Not a secretary, no. No? No, but that would be amazing. I would definitely have a dude. Um, I think about it like if you, first of all, it would be kind of weird in certain situations if you need to use them if they're female. Like if you're taking a shit and you forget your phone, like having a dude bring you your phone would be a lot easier than. You're shitting and you forgot your phone and you, this is what you would have your savvy do? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I'm just thinking about like... like the I used to think of I'm living in an imaginary world <laughs> where people are doing my hair. Brandon's like, I'm taking a shit in my imaginary world and I need my phone. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I am thinking of those desperate phoneless shits though that I've taken and I'm like, oh my How god. How much quicker are they though? You're in and out. You're like, well fuck it, I don't want to be in here any longer than I have to. I was on my way to basketball on Tuesday and my daughter's with me and she's like, Dad, I need to use the restroom. I'm like, alright, well we're almost to the gym. She goes, no, no, I gotta use it now. So we, we we stop at Whole Foods. Thank you, Whole Foods, for having bathrooms. Shout out to clean bathrooms. Shout out to clean bathrooms. <laughs> and she's like, this is the men's room. I go, you're with your dad. She's like, I know. So we walk in to first thing she goes, but it doesn't smell that bad in here. She gets on the toilet and she looks at me and she goes, she's four. She's like, you know, kind of smells like tacos in here. You got to get a taco? Who's <laughs> just like, Best first of all, train of yeah. Yeah. first of all, yeah. she's just <laughs> taking a whiz. And she's like, kind of smells like taco. Can I get a taco? And I was like, no. And we need to leave now. This is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> But I mean, it is, even though I'm having a whiskey, it's like, I'll have a crown and can you mix, mix it with a child's beverage? <laughs> <laughs> I assume you don't have some side of charms there. <laughs> Just go ahead and put Sprite in it, that's fine. No squirt, great. <laughs> you guys don't carry Tang? Well, that's weird. My house carries Tang. Put it in my Crown Royal all the time. Vitamin C's important. Brandon, you got a, you got a go-to fancy drink? Are you a Manhattan guy? Uh, I was actually, that's the only drink I could think of that was kind of fancy. That right, or right off, right off the cuff. Yeah. With um, the cherry? Martini. Yeah, I guess so. Cherry would be yeah. good. Yeah. I prefer tequila, though. Tequila's, Ooh, tequila's delicious. Yeah. It's good for you, too. It is. Full of antioxidants. Probably what's kept me looking young and living this long. Tequila. Splash on your yeah. <laughs> I drink a lot of tequila. I love tequila. Amazing. You like mezcal, though? No, not really. Yeah, no, the smokiness of it? Ew. Nope. Can't do it. And you know what's really good with tequila? You do a tequila shot, and we can do one if you guys want, but um, you do it with an orange. Really? Oh. Yeah, look at your watch, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> Just wondering what time it was with tequila. I got, I, got time, I got time cop over here. She's like, hold on. I mean, I could have a beer at the airport at 5 a.m., but a tequila shot. Most of the people will listen to this in the afternoon. <laughs> Change that time yeah. stamp. <laughs> in, in their reality, that's not that's not The vodka gimlet. Jason Jepsen has like dog ears for a bachelorette party. I didn't even, <laughs> I, didn't even, I was like, I oh. didn't either. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> young, young 
some thirsty women nearby. Does that ring in my ear? It's a gift. Matching tank tops? Where? <laughs> Everyone's in the same outfit? One person? With some shitty little saying on the front? You know? There's your bachelorette party. Always missionary. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a strict, strictly missionary. It, it just instead of that stained dick for the rest of your life, it's like strictly missionary. That'll get you. That'll get you out of a wedding real quick. Like I'm sorry, what? Yeah. You just eye to eye, lock it in. <laughs> uh, uh, no, not with a pen. Oh, uh, no. oh you son of a bitch. Not with a pen. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Or a woman. Yeah, yeah. we changed this from explicit to NC-17 in a hot second. Sorry. Uh, no, I don't think so. Every once in a while, somebody will... Well, first of all, it, isn't it a... It's 2018. Are people still getting autographs on stuff? Like, I guess the selfie has displaced a lot of autograph kind of things. Ooh, you think so? But, uh, yeah. I guess I mean, it's... What, yeah. what, what, is it, what is it for? Like, the autograph? I don't know. Yeah. I've never gotten an uh, autograph. Like, I've, I've been very fortunate to meet some people. I've, I've asked for and gotten one autograph, and that was when I was 17 years old, and I met Huey Lewis at the airport in Missoula, Montana, because he has a home there. And he had a Budweiser jean jacket on, and a big bottle of Budweiser embroidered on the back. And I looked at my brother, and I go, I think that's Huey Lewis. And he goes, no, it's not. And I said, I think it is. And he goes, it's not Huey Lewis. He's at the baggage claim the Missoula Airport in Montana. He's famous. He wouldn't be at the baggage claim. The guy turned and looked at me and he goes, I'm here, Lewis. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, Mom. She's like, yeah, I'm going, I need a pen. And all she had was a bright pink, like one of those felt tip pens. And I had the double issue of Batman, Rolling Stone. And I handed it to him. And he looked at the pen and he went, really? I'm like, that's all I got. Nothing else. And he's like, How old were you? 17. Okay. He's like, signed it, and I kept it for 15 years. The one, I looked at it one day, and I was so disappointed I saw the pink Huey Lewis, and I was like, fuck my life. Why am I holding on to this? Like, why, did, why was there a part of me that, like, versus saying, hey, man, thanks for the great music. I, I still enjoy your stuff, even when you're singing It's All Right. Yeah. Okay, even your shitty music I still enjoy. I've gone to a couple of your concerts. Thank you so much. No. Sign the double issue Batman Rolling Stone with a pink pen. That's going to make it better. Uh, Please who, pull a picture. Yeah, I just, I just looked it up for you guys. He's just another fat guy with a chin beard. I really like the eyebrow uh, uh, So, yeah, I, yeah. he thinks Why does he look so angry? He because just, you're stealing all his autographs? Uh, he sees me with a credential on, and he just thinks that, yeah, that I'm the guy from, from Drowning Pool. And so that kid, my signature is very scribbly, so maybe he's, uh, hopefully to this day, that that kid... Uh, I don't know if you're if you're still thinking about drowning pool kid. Hopefully that's, that's, that's <laughs> you're over that. Uh, by the way, this guy's dead. Uh, he died when he was drunk and asphyxiated on his own vomit. So it's uh, a happy story. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Well, keep signing his autograph. I'll take another beer, Jason. Thanks. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> yep. Let's have another. Uh, I got the lead singer's autograph on a California state flag when I was. Like wow. 18? Desecrated yeah. a flag? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, for, 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 for third eye blind? <laughs> you can desecrate the state flags, right? Uh, I don't believe you can. No. 
But you can't, right, I, I got that part, but you can't, is it offensive to, I, I know that you, the, the, you, the US yeah, flag, you can't let it touch the same ground. Same thing, same or, thing with uh, state flags. Kneel they while have, somebody's displaying it or whatever. If <laughs> this helps, it was not the actual <laughs> yeah. size of the flag, it was, it was a little bit smaller. It was, it was like, it was like yeah. kind of flag? It was like a mini flag, yeah, I don't know what uh, that okay. was. Oh, yeah. that, 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 that's okay. Okay. Maybe. Well, we'll see. Brandon, you gotta. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so I used to live in Chicago, and, um. David Shout out to shootings. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Chicago. Bang, bang. Um, <laughs> uh, David Schwimmer and Jeremy Piven, originally from there. And they're friends oh. with a guy named uh, Billy something. He owns Madison. a bunch of bars. Yeah, very appropriate. Um, <laughs> a bunch of bars in Chicago. And I went out on like a Tuesday night, and there was David Schwimmer, Jeremy Piven, some other guy who was on Nip Tuck, another actor. And they were shooting pool with a bunch of models. And... Uh, that's how I play pool. It's the only exactly. way to play pool. Exactly. There's the only way to play pool. I mean, of course. And uh, so I was actually with some friends, and one of them was a girl, and she walked over, and David Schwimmer tried to hit on her, and she was like, nope, sorry, fuck you. And I'm with this guy over here. We're on a break! No. No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but I saw Jeremy Piven, and I was, I was walking to the bathroom, and I was like, jeez. From old school. You did not. Yes. <laughs> what did he do? Because yeah, he's, he's he, he typically like, not a very you? warm person. Yeah, he's not a very happy person. Is that true, Jeremy Piven? What's his problem? <laughs> because because you, you get all those fraternity movies, so everyone treats right. him like a frat boy. And I guess he's very when he was bald. highly educated. Yeah, they're like, well, you have hair done. You have a hair transplant. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Back hair transplant, whatever. But uh, it's a funny Jeremy Piven thing. I had posted, I, had, I was watching this movie. My... My neighbor is a sales guy. He sells like really high-end buses. He's like, oh, I'm watching this movie about sales and car sales and Jeremy Piven's in it. He's like, oh, I think I've seen it, but I'll check it out. And I was watching like, oh, I have seen this. And he like does this thing on the plane where he lights a cigarette and like, you can't smoke. He's like, let me tell you why I can smoke. So I was like, oh, I'm at home. And I did it through talking to the talking during movies thing. And Jeremy Piven liked the photo and, and then sent me a message. He's like, yeah, that was a fun movie. And I was like, Huh? Are you looking up Jeremy Piven to see who he is? Because he was on Entourage. That's why I know him. <laughs> <laughs> the guy has done 100 oh, movies. Yeah. And you're like, I know him from Entourage. Just being an angry dick. What was the first one he did? That's like, got to be his first big. Yeah, I was going to say PCU is where I first saw him. PCU Entourage was the jam for him. Yeah. Thing, I, I love Chicago. Chicago's probably my second favorite U.S. city. What's your first? Uh, Austin. Uh, nice. Pronounce Round Rock wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, sir. <laughs> born here? Oh, no, you weren't. You were born in Round Rock. Bullshit. Oh, I was born in Austin and I had a short 12 year sabbatical in Round Rock. Give me the fuck alone. Cool. Uh, now, everybody. I love Chicago, but uh, uh, everybody's Have like. Have you not been kicked out of Chicago like three times? And it was not a joke yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's still, it was not a game. It's, it's right. still not a joke. <laughs> okay. uh, Let's get iced. Right. Ah! And so yeah, we we drank a lot of Smirnoff ice uh, that year. I remember and uh, threw up a couple times. That'll happen. Yeah. I did the one time I threw up. Not the thrown up a couple times. The one time I threw up threw up from alcohol was when I tried to do the the Century Club. Where you do a shot of beer every sixty seconds, yeah. and you do a hundred shots. Oh, sounds terrible. 
Uh, he's like, I drink beer for a living. This is not a good idea. A shot of beer every sixty for for an hour. Yes, for an hour. Uh, yes. How many like how many shots are in a beer? Twelve. Twelve yeah. fluid ounces. One ounce shots. So um, that's just five beers in an yeah, hour, right? Yeah, I no. can do that. No, it's the but you don't do it. You do a hundred. So oh, it's a hundred. It's a hundred ounces, whatever that is. Oh. oh. Yeah, no. I mean, I can do five in an hour. That's easy. But I threw my guts up from that. That was not mm-hmm. fun. I don't like throwing up. That's not. I'm on, I was on a really good streak. I'm, I'm back on it. Yeah. I haven't thrown up in eight years. Wow. Yeah. Vomit three since 2010 doesn't have a really good ring to it. No, so it you need to change that. <laughs> <laughs> you need to wait till it's 2020. My hindsight is perfectly no vomit. Hello. I remember uh, I used to have an ongoing, just standing challenge that anybody would pay me $100, I could drink a pint glass of Jaeger. Oh. Uh, but now, I really like Jaeger then and now too. It's oh. kind of embarrassing at my age. Like, anytime I order a shot of Jaeger at the bar, I'm like looking at the bartender if he's going to judge me for being a 36 year old man and ordering Jaeger. Like, what? what it's like, hey, for, can you just be a gentleman and ID me? But I still think I could do it. I still think I could drink it. But not like I. I I wouldn't want to chug it. I mean, like, I would drink it a pint glass with, like, a turkey sandwich for lunch. But, uh... Matt, Matt you're like, oh, so Jesus, she's my, like, my she's like, forget Tom Selleck. This is, this is nice right now. I'm wiggling in my chair. This sounds good. The, the price is higher now. I don't know that, uh, the $100 doesn't spend as much. It doesn't, it doesn't go as far as it used to. I used to have this barely related, because uh, isn't that? <laughs> well, by the way, by the way, this whole podcast is barely <laughs> yeah. related to Happy Gilmore. We have not talked about <laughs> so. They're in the championship. Happy's they- still wearing a backwards hat. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, but isn't that a joke? If you see a girl drinking a box of cranberry, you're like, oh, she's got a UTI. Uh, I, I just started. Is that sorry? That was I don't one. think so. But I mean, I've been I've been saying for a decade. It's just like cranberry. If you're out, if you meet a girl and you're like. If you meet a girl and you're like, hey, you want some shots and loosen things up, and she orders a rumple mint, that girl's got a that girl's got an STD. All right, and just somebody who orders rumple mints has has chlamydia. Okay, that's just that's a rule. That, this is the rule. What about you live fireball? By? Because I order fireball. I love fireball. Okay, great. I actually only so there's, there's no STDs associated with that. Fireball is fine. <laughs> I don't STD know how or why I decided <laughs> rumple mints was the was the STD drink. My sister's boyfriend, he's great. I love him. He, no, by the way, you're about to get shit on. No, he's not. When he goes out to drink, he enjoys ordering those like Mai Tais and like really fruity drinks. And if it comes with an umbrella, the better. And everybody always judges his. And I'm like, you know what, Matt? You, just, you do you. If it tastes good, drink it. But the fruitier, the better. Right. And with an umbrella, preferably. Mm. As I said, no, Lots you, of you, just got, you got shit on. <laughs> <laughs> My sister's boyfriend, yeah. the fruitier, the better. Fruitier, the better. That's a bad name for a Christian rock band. <laughs> it didn't go bad immediately after oh. this. It went bad with Netflix. When Netflix yeah. was like, here's $100 million, I dare you to make five <laughs> shitty movies. He was like, I take that dare. Yeah. When he was like, should I do grown ups? I'd be like, no. And then it died. Hold on. Adam Sandler or Cuba Gooding Jr., who's done Snow Dogs? 
I mean, all dogs go to heaven. Cuba Gooding Jr. is like, he's like, is there a script? I'm in. It's like, hold on, let's read it. Don't have to. <laughs> Just don't need to, yeah. I was in Jerry Maguire once. I know, but we should, we should, we should rectify this in some capacity. So don't need to. I'm an actor. Mm, not anymore. You're just a person taking parts. Yeah. I liked Big Daddy out of Sandler. That was considered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was right. I like Big Daddy. Did you like uh, Saint? Was it Nikki? Saint Nikki or Darling? No, Darling Nikki. Darling Nikki. Prince. Prince. Uh, uh, where he was Satan or whatever. Yeah. What is it? Little Nikki. Little, Little Nikki. Nikki. That was yeah. uh, not my favorite. That was a bit of a problem for me. Uh, anytime he's doing like a character, the whole movie. Don't mess with the Snapu. What was that one movie? Oh, the Zohan. The Zohan, yeah. Oh, that's oh. terrible. Yeah, like oh, that's, that's usually terrible. a problem with Jack and Jill. These are these are significant problems. I mean, I didn't think Jack, Jack and Jill is. Either. I mean, I believe Jack and Jill was created and then made and then done on a dare. It's like I bet you can't do this. And he's like, "Fuck you, I can do it." He's like, "No, you can't. Try it." He's like, "Not only will I try it, I'll sell it, and people will like it." Because we both know people, Jason Dick, that like that movie. Oh, don't mean, I'm very upset with you just for bringing it up. <laughs> it's her favorite movie. I'm going to find a DVD of it. I'm just going to send it to her. If I win a million dollars, I will see you fuckers never. <laughs> nice knowing you. Hey, hey, he's honest, people. Okay, There's a lot of people like, Guess what? If I win a million dollars, I'm going to buy you that favorite person you always want. No, you're not. You're going to fuck. Listen, if I win the lottery and you don't see me all of a sudden, there's a reason. I won the fucking lottery, okay? You, you are not going to hang on to my riches. Um, so you're going to Las Vegas. Yeah. Are you opening up your Tinder in Las Vegas real quick? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're at the end of the episode. But yeah, I, no, we're done. It's just, this is not just talking talk. I remember uh, one time couple of trips to Las Vegas ago. Yeah, just swiping through on Tinder. And uh <clears throat> stripper, stripper. Well no, stripper. I, I, I matched with Hostess. A, an, an escort. Uh, How do you match with an escort? No, hold on. I guess if you're in if you're an escort in Las Vegas or you're a prostitute, I was being kind and saying but I don't understand like how you like of course you match with a prostitute because they they take money for sex from I'm right. assuming anyone. Well, and I think it's, so it's just, always a match. for them, it's just like a great outlet for leads. That's in your business, yes, right, Brandon? Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm no <laughs> prostitute, but yes, leads why, are in my business. This is why I'm such a pussy, is because I'm not above uh, prostituting her for my own pleasures. That was a weird way to say it. Yes. <laughs> um, but like I matched with her and she just you know, like told me the rate and then I was like agreed and then in my brain I was just immediately freaked out by I was like oh my god this is a police sting Vegas <laughs> <laughs> police have fake prostitutes on Tinder and they're trying to and so I I think it's the only person I've ever unmatched on one of those apps because I was like delete delete get, get, destroy the evidence. Two hundred is kind of cheap now that I. Think. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm, I'm going like, down male whore town, and Jason Dick's doing the math. He's well, like, I was, I was like, because at the time I remember thinking two hundred. I'm like, well, yeah, but now it's like that's kind of cheap. And, but I've been saying for years, the, the prices in Vegas, it's like they live in a different economy. It's it's like the. Um, Eating food in the airport where a slice of pizza costs sixteen dollars is like pizza is very rare here. Uh, it's and that yeah you they will charge you fifteen dollars for a hot dog in Las Vegas because it's like hey you remember when you were standing over there 
and you bet $300 on whether or not this pinball would land on red or black, well, this is only this is barely as much, and you're definitely gonna get a hot dog at the end. Uh, Wouldn't it be great if you had to bet on food? You're like, I think I want pepperoni, eh, just cheese. Fuck. <laughs> Let me get in line again. Let me try it one more time. Two hundred dollars for the nine of my dreams is a pretty good price. Now that I'm glad that you pointed that out, I will keep Costco. I will keep that in mind. <laughs> do you do you want do you want the Costco though of prostitution? Like, do you want the? How does she look? Depends if she ordered a rumble shot, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's the test. Oh. Yeah. Well played. Maggie, once again, just dropping bombs. What would you like to drink? Just a rumble mix real quick to freshen my breath. God damn it! I thought you were the one. Yeah, and with that, uh, we're out. <laughs>